Welcome to Relational Skills in Real Life, a Thrive Today podcast where we share everyday stories of encouragement and transformation from people using relational skills in their lives. Spend time with us and be inspired by real life examples of how we use relational skills to strengthen and repair our relational connections. We're so glad you're here. Hello, friends. Chris Quartzy here, president of Thrive Today, and I want to welcome you to the Relational Skills in Real Life podcast. I'm looking forward to our time today. Today's focus is going to be teasing out the difference between joy and happiness. You see, one of the most common questions we receive at Thrive Today is really people trying to figure out what is the difference here between joy and happiness? How does this work? And how does how does joy relate with happiness? Is there a relationship? What do I do with these two things? So we're going to hopefully make that clear by our time together today. Uh, You see, according to life model, joy is a relationship. Joy means we are glad to be together. So you can think about joy as what you see on someone's face when you walk into a room. Hopefully they're glad to see you because it's you. There's only one of you and the people who love you enjoy seeing you when you walk into that room. They enjoy your presence. They enjoy the sound of your voice. They enjoy hearing your thoughts. Joy is, I am glad to be with you. I am glad to see you. I am glad that you're here. Alan Shore is one of the the brilliant researchers that has really helped to define joy and pull together a lot of the brain research behind joy. And uh, Dr. Shore basically says that joy is when you're the sparkle in someone else's eye. And so think about that. So joy is someone lights up because it's you. There there is a sparkle in the eyes when people see you. And so joy is a very genuine response. Can't fake it. It's either there or it's not as far as your brain's concerned. Now, happiness is circumstantial. So happiness is when these circumstances make me feel happy, make me feel good, make me feel some pleasure. And so I like the example of of going to a movie. So let's say Jen and I have a date night and we're going to a movie. The experience of watching one of my favorite actors on the big screen uh, while I eat popcorn and drink some sugary drink, that would be happiness. I'm happy, maybe even excited about this new movie and excited about this slushy that I'm drinking and this popcorn that I'm eating. So happiness is just this dopamine release in the brain that just feels good. When I'm happy, I feel good. It's pleasure and Joy, on the other hand, would be the relational aspects of that date night. So, yeah, seeing a movie that I enjoy, but I'm sharing it with my wife. And maybe after the movie, we go grab some coffee or dessert and we talk about the movie and we share our thoughts about the movie. But the joy part of this equation is when we are together sharing the experience. I'm glad to be with my wife. I'm glad she's here. I'm glad that we can experience this together. So happiness would be the pleasure, the feel-good chemicals, because it's a fun movie with fun things to eat and drink. Joy is relationship. Joy is the relational part of that experience. It's a mutually shared experience where we are glad to be together. So joy is that sense that I'm not alone. 
Joy is that sense that I am glad you're here with me and I'm glad that I'm here with you. So we can think about some times in our life where people were glad to be with us. Maybe it was a meaningful time. Maybe it was a hard time, but people were were glad to be with us. And we were glad to be with other people. This, this brings up several stories in my mind as I think about this. Our first Thrive training, Dr. Jim Wilder and I um, had put together this, these exercises, had planned this week of experiential practice with relational skills. We weren't quite sure what to expect. Uh, we just knew we had the brain theory and we had reasons for how things were set up and we were just going to see how this goes. And as the training progressed, as the week went on, people would say like, wow, I wish you would have told me the training was going to be like this. I would have brought more people with me. We were like, we didn't know it was going to be like this. We didn't know what to expect. But what happened is as people were together and they were practicing exercises designed to spark some joy. What happened is it lit a fire in people. They were excited. They were glad to be together. There were smiles on their faces, sometimes tears in their eyes. There was a lot of energy and excitement because people were glad to be together. They were doing something that was life-giving. And the happiness aspect of that would be, hey, this is a fun exercise. There's a dopamine rush. It just feels good. But the joy would be doing this together with people I enjoy. I don't want it to end. This is really life-giving. It's it's exhilarating. And in studies on joy, uh, especially with the infant uh, developing brain, what happens is joy is euphoric. And so feel-good chemicals, not just dopamine, um, the feel good endogenous opiates endorphins are released when baby sees mommy's face and that face lights up to see baby and baby builds lots and lots of joy. That's euphoric. So that experience is, wow, you make me feel good. I like how I feel when I'm with you. You are glad to see me. And so joy really is is my experience of watching your face light up. And even how I see myself is through my perception of how you see me. So think about that. Joy really molds and shapes not only our character, but our identity, how we see ourselves, how we see the world around us, even how we see God as Christ followers is really molded and shaped by joy. So that joyful expression, that joyful face really is a message that says there must be something good here because look how excited you are when you see me. And so that first thrive was really a, a very invigorating, uh, life-giving, charging event that really was, was meaningful for people. But I can think about um, a couple of years ago when we lost Kitty Wilder, uh, Jim Wilder's wife, and we had a thrive training um, just right around the corner from when she passed. And frankly, we went into that training, not sure how we were even going to do it. How are we even going to get through this week? Um, we just we just didn't know. We were all grieving and mourning uh, the the great big loss of Kitty Wilder. And yet something surprising happened as we um, shared our hearts with the attendees that this is going to be a meaningful week because we're together, but it's going to be a hard week because we're all grieving and mourning. Um, so we helped kind of set the stage for people to know, you know, you're going to see lots of tears in the staff and this is why. 
But something surprising happened. Um, Jim Wilder and one of his sons uh, even was able to join us uh, and his daughter-in-law joined us for the training, part of the training. And we ended up um, having an evening where we, we, as part of the week, we just, we, we honored and remembered Kitty Wilder and we told stories. There was a lot of tears, but there were a lot of laughter. There was a lot of smiles. It was such a meaningful time. And at, at one point we actually went outside and we flew yellow joy kites in, in memory of Kitty Wilder, which would have been something that she really would have enjoyed. And again, laughter, crying, just such a meaningful time. And so as we, as I look back on that week, I can remember how hard it was, but I can remember how surprising the glad to be togetherness was. In a sense, that was a life preserver to get through that time, that, that we were glad to be together, even while we were grieving and mourning the loss. So see, joy even shows up in those hard times when we are sad or when we are grieving. Joy is, I'm glad that uh, we're here together. I'm glad that you're here and I'm glad that I'm here with you. Joy is really that relational life preserver that gives us strength to, to navigate the hard stuff and to suffer well. And I think of one other moment uh, where joy comes to mind in a hard uh, circumstance, which was when I had a back procedure. And after my back procedure, I had some complications that landed me back in the hospital, unfortunately. And this was the start of several days of meetings. So Jim Wilder had just flown into town. He was in town when Jen, my wife, and my two sons, they all came to visit me in the hospital. And I can remember very clearly seeing them kind of walk into the room. Jen picked up some balloons, which was really uh, meaningful. And they walked in the room and I could see Jen and Jim and my sons. And it was just such a life-giving, invigorating time to see them. Um, I couldn't just jump out of bed and give them a hug because my back was sore. I was in a lot of pain, but I was glad they were there. It was so good to see them. So joy is... Uh, even in the hard times, we can be glad to be together. We are in this together and it's life-giving, it's invigorating. And so you can probably think of some times in your life where the relationship is what was meaningful. The glad to be togetherness was what was restorative and refreshing in some meaningful way. So happiness is just the circumstances um are fun, are meaningful. It's 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 circumstantial, whereas joy is relational. And so one of the ways that we keep the flames of joy alive is when we remember some joy, we call that appreciation. We remember joyful moments. We feel the joy associated with those moments, and then we can share some joy. And so the act of remembering joyful moments um, really uh, some amazing things happen in your brain and nervous system in that you respond as though you went back in time and you're reliving the moment all over again when you remember those joyful moments. So just remembering the first thrive, remembering the thrive when we lost Kitty Wilder, um, remembering Jim and Jen and my sons visiting me in the hospital. So as I remember that, I can feel some of the joy associated with those moments. And then it's easy to share some joy because joy is active and alive right now in my body and in my mind. So a little bit of joy goes a long way. And as Christ followers, we can learn to live in our face. I like how Jim Wilder puts it, that we can invite Jesus to live in our face. And so when I know I'm going to be with people, um, I want to show the joy that I feel. And so part of really the feeling 
And the sharing joy means that we show the joy that we feel. So we live in our face, we live in our voice, we live in our body, and we just genuinely show what we're feeling that glad to be togetherness. And so there's uh, some really good resources where you can learn more about joy and the differences between joy and happiness. Um, my friend Marcus Warren and I wrote a book called The Four Habits of Joy-Filled People. And the first chapter is all about joy. And really, we recorrect some myths about joy. That's a really good resource. My great colleagues and friends uh, wrote a book called Joy Starts Here uh, several years ago. That's a great resource, very thorough, lots of good exercises, good material there, as well as I wrote a book a couple of years ago called The Joy Switch. So what can we do? Uh, what are practical ways to, to grow and sustain some joy and really help the centers in our brain that are in charge of joy to be able to be active? And we've done a webinar at Thrive today called Can I Experience Joy When I Don't Feel Happy? And you can find that on our website as well as our YouTube channel, Can I Experience Joy When I Don't Feel Happy? So friends, it's always a joy to be with you. Always good to be together. I hope this has um, inspired or maybe sparked some thoughts in you about what you can do to spread some joy, build some joy, and better live in your face. Thank you for listening. Check the description of this episode for specific resources and visit us at thrivetoday.org anytime. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with friends. We look forward to seeing you next time. 